One, two, one, two. Mm. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Sarah B Show. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Sarah B Show. It has been a minute, hasn't it? It's felt kind of nice to me. It was kind of nice having a week off to not record. And I say that lightly because I didn't really have a week off. I feel like I have been at work for like two weeks straight, basically, um, with the appearance happening. So basically working a full week and then like four days of appearances, basically in Springfield, Missouri, and then straight back to work on Monday morning for another week of the Lex and Terry show, which is great and fun. And especially when you have, you know, a really fun and awesome job, it doesn't really feel like work. But man, sometimes you just like burn yourself out when you're somebody like me, because I like to have fun and I like to go, go, go. And it's very hard for me to say no to people. Um, so I, I tend to like, you know, I get that burnout because I don't sleep. I just party and it's very fun until my body's like, F you, we're going to shut you down by getting sick. That's what happens every time. So we'll get into that. But basically, oh my God, starting off with word vomit. Hi, welcome to another episode of Sarah B. Sorry I missed you guys, but we are back here. And today's episode is going to be kind of what last week's is about. And that is, uh, you know, I told you guys all about appearances and how they are in the uh, yearly subpar classic in uh, Springfield, Missouri, which is what I just came back from. And that's what I'm going to go over today. I don't know how long this is going to end up being. I'm going to tell you about every little fun thing we did, the good, the bad, the ugly, all the shenanigans of our seventh annual Q102 Springfield, Missouri subpar classic. Get ready for the tea. Where do we start? So basically, like I said, I'm just going to go over everything from start to finish. Let's do it. So this year in Springfield, Missouri was a little different. Like I said before on the podcast, I said last week or two weeks ago, sorry, um, forgive me. Uh, Like I said before, we usually would uh, do a show on Friday and then we would go to the airport directly after the show when we got off the air and immediately go to Springfield, fly in, you know, get like 20 minutes to set your stuff down and then basically go do an appearance and just go, 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 go. Well, this year was a little different. We, you know, did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday show. After the show on Thursday, we had a couple hours to kill. Uh, I got to go home and see my little sweet baby birds and give them a yummy little fresh vegetable and fruit lunch and give them some snuggles before I had to head to the airport. And uh, basically that's how it happened. So we were going to fly in Thursday you know, have a dinner with the Q102 radio station staff there in Springfield, Missouri on Thursday night. Uh, Friday morning, we're going to be doing the show live from there. Friday night appearance. Saturday was a subpar classic and fly home on Sunday. Sorry, my voice sounded weird there. I was like trying to not like let a burp out. And then I realized this is my podcast and I am Sarah B. Morgan and I just burp all the time on the microphone. So why did I just withhold that? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm not going to lie, I'm very sleepy right now. This is like my normal nap time. And I was like, I have a lot to do this week. So right now is the time we're going to record this podcast. I was lazy yesterday on Sunday. I say lazy. I had a couple hours to spare. And instead of coming to record, I actually had a Moscow mule and watched some football, which was really nice. But now I digress. I'm here on my nap time, which is why I sound sleepy, because I am. 
I love naps. They're my favorite. But anyway, it's going to take like seven years to tell this whole thing. I was like, this will be like a 10 minute podcast. It might not be like 10 hours. Okay. So where was I? We got done with the show. I gave my birdie some snuggles, met the guys back at the studio and we Ubered or actually Lex drove us. That's right. To the airport where we checked in. We were going to go get some dirty martinis. Uh, with extra olives while well, D and Lex and myself where Terry does not like drinking at the airport or much in general but I understand he is the well-behaved one and we are hoodlums that go and get drunk off of martinis immediately and honestly I'm like that every time I go to any airport airports are fun to me and it doesn't matter if it's for work or play or what it's for at all if I'm in an airport I'm like okay we checked in. Let's go to the bar. Like That's me. I'm that friend. I love airport drinking. It is so fun to me because you can meet the coolest people, like the bartenders, the passengers, the travelers everywhere, like everybody going to different destinations. Everybody has a different story. Some are on vacation. Some have lost a loved one. Like you never know what you're going to find. And um, God, last time when I went to Hawaii in August, that's how I got very drunk at an airport because I was going to do a shot. And this lady beside me was like, do tequila. And she had just lost her mom. And was flying back to the States from Hawaii for her funeral. And she was like in tears. And we did tequila shots together. So it's a great story. It was very sad. Um, but anyway, these are the kind of situations I'm talking about. I love that shit. I love it. So anyway, Lex and Dee and myself went to the bar. It was called Rodeo Bar here in the terminal, uh, American Airlines terminal. And we really wanted a dirty martini, but they did not have it. Which I, you know, perused my eyes around the bar. And they absolutely had everything to make a dirty martini. I think she just didn't want to. So we got whiskey instead. <laughs> I had a double bullet on uh, on ice and it was delicious. And bullet bourbon is very good. If you guys have not had it, I haven't had the rye. I'm not much of a rye fan, but I do love the bourbon, the burb. So we had some drinks and I was feeling pretty toasty. We had a couple hours, so we had to board our flight. And uh, <laughs> and Dee and I, we were looking and we saw a band. It was definitely a band because there was like nine or ten members at least it looked like. And everybody had, like, instruments on their backs. They were wearing cool hats. Some of them had eyeliner. They just, like, had that band vibe. So we're like, ooh, who is that? Like, I love airport people watching. It is just so fun. Airports are the best. I feel like I could work in an airport bar and, like, just be so happy. Coke Zero break. Hold on. Not a sponsor, but you never know one day. Could you imagine if Coke was my sponsor? I'd be, like, so big. Like, Coke doesn't sponsor just anybody. Anyway, I love Coke Zero. It's the best. Uh, so anyway, d and I were sitting there and we're like, that's definitely a band. You go ask. And then he was like, no, you go ask. Like, we wanted to know who the band was. So we're like, okay, Paper, Scissors, Rock, which is what I know it as, but everybody else in the world knows it as Rock, Paper, Scissors. We're like, okay, do that. Best two out of three. We'll go do it. I win all the time. I'm the best at Paper, Scissors, Rock. I did not win this time. D beat me with a scissor, I believe, and I had to go ask the band. And I was a little lubed up on alcohol, so I did go ask them. And I remember I walked up and I said, hey, are you guys a band? And then they're like, yeah, our band is called Nosotros. And I was like, ooh, Nosotros, that's cool. And um, he gave me a card and we talked a little bit. And I was, like, pretty drunk, so I started speaking Spanish to him. And, like, my boyfriend's Mexican, and we totally hit it off. It was super cute. And uh, their music is really good. So go check out Nosotros. We met them at the airport. Super cool. And then we were going to go head towards our gate <coughs> to get ready. And uh, D was walking in front of me. And he looked over at somebody and he like stopped for a second and stared. And the person looking at him gave him a nod, almost like a, yep, it's me kind of nod or something. And then D kept walking. And then I was walking and I looked over and I was like, OMG. And my drunk ass, who's obsessed, 
I couldn't not say hi and get a picture because it was mother effing Danny Trejo that was sitting over there. What? Machete. Like, literally. I'm obsessed. I'm such a fan. I have been a fan for such a long time. And I was like, oh, gosh. Like, I love this. And I didn't want to make a scene or anything. And it was very quiet in that terminal and small. And and so, like, I snuck over there. And I was like, hi. And I literally whispered. I'm so drunk. And I was like, I won't make a scene or anything. I, I won't act super excited so nobody recognizes you over here. But can I have a picture? And he's like, absolutely. And he was so sweet. And I was like, you're a freaking legend, man. And, like, he was just super cool. And I got a selfie with Danny Trejo. It's on my Instagram if you want to go look. But, oh, my God, like, this is the beginning of the trip. And, like, my life is made. Like, I was so happy. And uh, and anyway, so that's just the peak of the iceberg how everything started. So you know it's going to be a good trip. So that was super fun. Also, uh, D uh, upgraded himself and me and Lex to first class because our reservation was all the same. And people are like, that's very nice. And I was like, you know, it was, but it was more of a selfish move because <laughs> I think D just really wanted first class and he could only do it if he moved all of us up there. And it was like the cheapest first class ever. Cause trust me, I always look at first class and it's always like 800 or a thousand dollars and up. And I'm like, to me, that's like three nights in a hotel room or like another flight. Like I still have that mentality and that mindset that like I could save that money and use it for restaurants or for bars or, you know, I don't need first class. It is very nice. But this first class was only like $50 a ticket, which is not bad. So D upgraded us all. We got in first class, which was really nice. And I made a snackle box. I can't even remember if I talked about this on my last podcast. My short term memory is like not what it used to be. Long term is still cool, but whatever. Uh, snackle boxes are trending right now. <laughs> They're such a trend. Like on TikTok and Instagram, if you go look at snackle box, you'll see people just get cheap tackle boxes from like Walmart or wherever. And you can like put the dividers in there however you want. And you can just buy a bunch of snacks, whatever you want, and put them in all the little holes. And I didn't really need it, but I just saw it and I was like, I want that. So I did. I made a snackle box. I had like little Reese's pieces. I had little mini Kit Kats that were already unwrapped. I had some, like, tahine dried corn. It was so good. I had some beef jerky. And then, of course, I had, like, trolley bright crawlers and some gummy bears. And it was just so fun. Some Cheez-Its. It was a great little snackle box. Um, And I was super excited about it. So I did that. That picture was also on my Instagram, at Sarah B. Morgan, if you guys want to go look. Snackle box was a success because, like, also I didn't eat much of it on the plane because they had so many good snacks in first class. What? And so I took it with me. And I will say the best thing about the snackle box, though, is it fit in my suitcase easily. And I threw it away when I got there, when I was done with it or whatever, because it was like literally $2.50 at Walmart. So I could just get another one. I don't have to take up room traveling back with it. If you have the room, cool. But I'm an over buyer and packer and had too much stuff and not enough room in my luggage really to take it. So anyway, I digress. But the snackle box was great because it actually saved me a lot of money on like snacks there and food there because and if I went back to my room instead of going out for like a lunch or something I'd be like oh, I'll just have a couple bites of these things and it did I like it was completely fine with it and I ended up saving so many like I was gonna say calories but I mean I'm sitting there eating gummy worms and like <laughs> Reese's and Cheez-Its pretty bad but it it worked anyway so we got to Springfield it was very fun we went and checked into our rooms got some drinky drinks Went out for dinner with the Q on a two staff that night, which was very fun. Met a new person who I adore named uh, Tripper, who was very awesome. 
He does afternoons on Q102 now, and uh, we totally hit it off. He was super cool. He's just a couple years older than me, um, so I feel like we had that, like, total, like, millennial understanding of just, like, life in general. <laughs> and we had a lot of the same ideologies and music interests and sense of humor, so it was very fun. Uh, it was super, super great to meet him and hang out with him the whole weekend. Woo! All right, what else? So dinner that night was fun, chill. We went back to the room, no biggie, and got ready for... Oh, actually, sorry, maybe. I did actually go out with Lex and Tripper for um, a cocktail, and I met my friend Aaron, who lives in Springfield, who's super cool, uh, does a haunted house there that's really awesome. He is in the Faces of Horror contest with me, which I'm still in, and I'll tell you guys about that later. But anyway, it was really cool. He met us up there, and uh, we all had a rooftop drink. We always stay at the Hotel Vandevort in Springfield, which is so nice. I literally, I would literally take a weekend trip to Springfield, Missouri, just to stay in that hotel and, like, eat and drink around downtown Springfield. It's so cool. It's such a cool vibe, and that hotel is just, like, amazing for a really decent price too I just absolutely love it and they have a really cool rooftop bar there with just the best views and vibes and the cocktails are great so anyway we had some drinks up there went to bed decently early and uh and then we had the next morning we had the morning broadcast um at the station which I got to get up late for which was awesome uh normally here in Dallas I have to be at work at 4 45 in the morning so depending on if I care enough to get up and do my hair and makeup or if I'm gonna put on a hat and keep my makeup on from the night before because I do that sometimes. Uh, it depends. I get up anywhere from 3.30 in the morning to 4 in the morning. Uh, so it's pretty miserable. But uh, there we got picked up at like 5.15 in the morning, which was like sleeping in for me basically. So it was really nice. We got to go to the Q102 studios to record, which were beautiful. Those That like radio station there is just so rad. Like the whole studio itself is just super cool. Like a ton of guitars they have hanging up in there from famous people with their picture and it's signed and the backstory. And it's just like a really cool like rock station vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's really rad. Uh, so the station that I work in for like Centauri right now currently, we're renting it um, from the building that is iHeart. So it's basically like an office building that we've made into a studio. So it's it's nice. But like that just has like that radio station vibe, which is super cool. Anyway, it was a great broadcast. I was a little nervous because like, when I get out of my element, like I feel like I get kind of shy or I, I like withdraw a little bit and like, you know, until I'm like comfortable with my surroundings and I'm like, okay, now I can be the psycho that I am. <laughs> so I was nervous about how I would like adapt there and be on the air, but it was actually really fun. We, you know, Lex, Terry and I all sat right beside each other basically in little chairs and Dee did the producing, but it was, it was fun. We only did a three hour show. It was very energetic. Donuts were had, which were yum, yum. You know, donuts and Coke Zero at 6 a.m. That is a nutritious breakfast for sure. I did have some fresh fruit too, so body was happy. Uh, But it was a great broadcast. We met all of our sponsors that came there and, you know, interviewed them, told some jokes. It was just like a really, really good time. And after that, we were done at like 9 a.m. And then literally they said, hey, the appearance is tonight. We will pick you up at like, what was it, 5.15 or 5.30 or something. So I had the entire day to do whatever the hell I wanted this never happens ever 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 in an appearance so my thing was like hmm I could go party I could go hang out with people I could go explore and do fun things or I could sleep Mm, sleep remember guys that's my favorite thing in the entire world so uh also like I said before we're always like running and around and going crazy and we usually fly in and go straight to the appearance I never get a time to like rest or relax or even like look halfway decent at an appearance, I feel like. 
So I took advantage. I totally did. I went back to the room, and the cool thing about the Vandevort too is they have a blackout mode. They have buttons where the curtains like go up and down, and they just like blackout completely the room. So it was sunny and beautiful, and then it was like nighttime in that bitch, and it was so nice. So I went back to the room, washed off my two-day-old makeup, because you know how I do, had some snackle box, and <laughs> brushed the teepees, and I slept for two hours, and it was blissful. I also had a king-size bed with like seven pillows, so I made like a little pillow fortress, slept in the middle like the queen that I am on my pillow throne, and honestly, it was uh, it was the best. So I did that. Woke up, had some uh, hot tea, uh, showered, took two hours getting ready, listening to my music. It was so heavenly. It really was. And then I took a like walk down, around downtown Springfield by myself. It was beautiful. Found a cool little sunflower garden with some like really awesome art. I went to a bar and had like this delicious like Aperol Paloma, which sounds weird, but it was so yummy. Had a great conversation with the bartender there. It was called like the Mud Lounge. Uh, it was a cool little place, and no one was in there but me because they just opened, and it was awesome. I love things like that. Then I went and met Terrence for a drink before our appearance, and then uh, I guess uh, we'll get into that shit show. <laughs> All right, so the appearance. <laughs> it was Friday night, and when I say shit show, I mean it in a good way. It was a crazy, crazy night. Uh, so this appearance was at a place called Just One More, which was in Republic, Missouri. Very, very hole in the wall. Totally my kind of place. Like, this is a bar I would literally frequent if it was back in Dallas. I love all different kinds of bars and restaurants. I'm very much a chameleon. I can blend in with anything surrounding me. And I really genuinely, love, genuinely like to go to, like, different places at different times to try everything. But if I had my pick, I'm a dive bar girl. I love a freaking dive bar. They had pool tables. Um, they had a karaoke machine or what is that? A jukebox machine. So you could play whatever music you want. They had live music there. You could smoke inside, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but like, I'll take what I can get. They had a nice little outdoor area. It was really, really fun. So, uh, there's the Cerami you all know and love. Okay. <laughs> so <coughs> we went there. Shots started immediately. The first like 30 minutes or hour of a, the appearance were sponsors, which was really fun. And then, uh, you know, normal people came, like our regular listeners, and I got to see so many regulars. But I feel like by the time that everybody started getting there, I was already drunk. Like, I don't, I have not been drinking that much. And literally Lex and Dee and I did like, I did like two straight tequila shots. I had high noons. I'd already had drinks before I got there. So I, uh, it was a lot for me. I put on Taylor Swift on the jukebox, of course, and Dee and I were having sing-alongs. More shots were had. People were seen. And then I kind of have like this crush on, on a listener in Springfield. And I'm not going to say their name just in case because they are married and uh, and have children. But like nothing happened. Nothing would ever be like that. But I just don't want to get them in trouble uh, just in case their wife or girlfriend heard, you know, and would be like, what the F? You know, because I, I would probably be the same way. But um, anyway, Teco already knows about this. My boyfriend, John, because I told him they look very similar. <laughs> it's very funny. I actually call this guy Great Value Teco, which El Teco is John, you know, from Lex and Terry, my boyfriend. But anyway, I told him about this, too. And there's just like some kind of like this like chemistry with me and this guy. And he's just adorable. He's so nice. He's so cute. And uh, and he was there again for the second year in a row. And I like totally forgot. I called his mom last year because I thought he was like Latino, but he's not. I'm not even going to say what it is because, like, 
I feel like there's like nobody like this in, in Springfield and everybody's going to know who this person is immediately. So I'm just going to shut my mouth. But anyway, it was really fun to see him. And uh, the flirtations were on. And uh, it was just so fun seeing everyone. Oh, my God. Melanie and I could just every like I literally could sit here and name everybody. And I just don't have enough time. It was amazing. Springfield is so fun. It's like a family there. Uh, apparently I did some other shenanigans I don't even remember, which is weird because I wasn't like blackout drunk or anything, but there's like some blank spots in that appearance for sure. Uh, long story short, I basically grabbed the microphone <laughs> while we were fixing to introduce the band and started singing, uh, Sexy Red, Pound Town. Uh, if you want to go listen to those lyrics, you'll know why I'm probably mortified and very excited that I don't remember that. So that happened. So we finally left the appearance later and, uh... Lex and Terry went to bed, and Dee and I were like, we ain't ready yet. No. So we left and went to a club where a former Q102 employee, Baden, works, who I love. Um, and I didn't even know this. Like, apparently Tripper, who I talked about earlier, is the one that, that is now doing the spot Baden used to do. And a lot of people apparently have been giving Tripper a really hard time because they love Baden. And I just want to say, like, give Tripper a chance. He is such a nice guy. Like this was not his fault. He didn't kick Baden off the station himself. Like there's so many politics and radio and stuff. So like, while it sucks that Baden is gone, we love Baden. I fucking love Baden. Oh, I said the F word. Um, (laughs) it's still like Tripper's amazing too, you know, love them both. Be nice. Uh, I just, Tripper said he was getting a lot of hate from people, uh, which is really sad because you know, again, this was not his decision or anything. And that sucks. Trolls suck, as we know. We've talked about it before. So be nice people to everyone. We can all be friends. How about that? So we went to see Baden, D and I, at this uh, club he works at. It was a Latino and hip-hop night. Uh, there was no Latin music at all, which was BS, but it was still really fun. Uh, we hung out there for probably like 30 minutes. I don't even know. I was so drunk. Time didn't even matter at that point. So we hung out there for a little bit. We left. We went next door where there was a gay karaoke bar. What? And they had a huge stage, which you guys, I'm karaoke queen. And if a karaoke place has a stage, oh my God, that is that is my jam. Put me on the stage. Let me perform. I'm there for it. So Dee and I were there. And Dee says he wasn't that drunk, but he definitely was. Like I have some pictures where his eyes are like gone. And I know this because I was the same way. And I know that look because I get that look a lot. But we were having a very good time. And Dee and I went on stage and sang Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me, which was so fun. And then one of the waitresses there uh, told Dee that he looks like CeeLo. Actually, she told me, girl, yo man looks like CeeLo. Like he can be CeeLo's cousin. And we were dying. Oh, it's so funny. So we left there, and I know I was drunk because I got a high noon seltzer there, which is, like, my favorite seltzer, by the way. And I only drank, like, two sips of it. Like, I was I was gone. And I apparently told Dee I felt like I was going to throw up outside. <laughs> and he's like, I have to poop. Let's go back. I also tried to get a scooter off the side of the road, which, as you guys know, I do not have good luck with those. I almost killed myself in Seattle last year on a scooter, and they were so fun. I love them. So I tried to rent one, and apparently they got turned off at midnight and weren't going to be back on until 6 a.m., which is so smart. Shout out to Springfield. It was the same thing in Chicago. Every time I go to try to ride a scooter like past midnight, I'm wasted, and I would probably kill myself. I think the scooter people know this. So thank you, scooter gods out there, for like saving a bunch of lives, honestly. So uh, after that, we went to bed, and uh, and there you go. Now we move to the next day, which was... The Subpar Classic. All right, so woke up the next morning. Didn't feel too bad. I honestly, I had a morning recovery, which I feel like I'm giving shout outs to all these products that I don't, that I'm not sponsored by. Coke, obviously, is a joke. I'm never going to be sponsored by freaking Coke Zero. 
but a girl can dream. But morning recovery is amazing. There are these little drinks you can get. Um, a lot of big cities actually have them, or you can order them online on their website. And I'm just, I'm literally giving you guys some inside information. Like this, this does nothing for me, but they're amazing. Uh, so they have sugar-free options as well. But basically, it's a little drink that you drink before you go out for a night of drinking. And I swear to God, like I've never had a hangover since I have found these. And it's amazing. Like you can literally just drink this before your first cocktail or like after your first cocktail and then drink your night away. And there's like, I can, it's like all natural stuff in it. Some kind of like vitamins and then um, milk thistle, which I don't know even what that is, but I just love the way it sounds. Milk thistle, milk thistle. Oh, hello. Can I have some milk thistle, please? Anyway, has that in it. Whatever the fuck it is, it works. Like, that's, that stuff is amazing. So I had one of those for, like, Friday night and Saturday night, or Saturday in Springfield. So I think that's what saved me. So anyway, woke up Saturday morning, got ready to go to the golf course, which we did. We went there on a party bus, which was so funny because uh, Lex and Terry are not fans of party buses. And it's so funny to go to an event at, like, 9 a.m. when you have a party bus, which is hilarious. So we had one of the guys from the station driving it who is a singer of this like 80s cover band. He was super cool and is really hot. Girlfriend or wife, I don't know, uh, was in there with us as well pouring drinks. And I was like, not going to drink. My plan was to wait till like one, like 12 or 1 p.m. To ha- till I had my first drink. Now I was feeling like a tiny bit, not rough, but just like I could feel like, okay, the night of drinking is like it's fighting with your morning recovery. So I was like, I'll maybe have a mimosa there. So I made comments because she was trying to get people to drink on the bus. Nobody wanted to. I said, I'll have a mosa because she said she had those. She's like, yeah. And she was so excited. Turns out there was no effing juice. So she made me a mimosa with champagne <laughs> and White Claw, which was not very good. And it was just basically pure alcohol. And I'm like, this isn't what I wanted. But I started immediately, of course. So, man, fate is just funny, isn't it? Isn't it funny? So, um. Anywho, we did that, uh, got to the appearance, uh, you know, basically we know everyone there now. Like we've been there so many times. It's not like meeting new people. Basically it's like, Hey, good to see you again. So we did saw everyone. It was super fun. Uh, (laughs) hung out with Mel and, uh, Billy strings and, uh, and also Billy and chip and everybody was golfing and it was a good time. The drinks were flowing. I did not get my own golf cart this year, which I was promised one was brought for me. But um, apparently, I'm just not allowed to have a golf cart ever. Even people that were just going around drinking and doing nothing and were not a part of it were still getting their carts, and I did not. But it's fine. It is fine. The golf cart guys promised me that next year I would have my own shot cart. They said they were going to make it called the Wet Girl Cart, and it was going to be a wet bar on the golf cart with a speaker built in and lights, and they said they were going to put a siren on top because I said I wanted to wear a police officer costume and, like, make people take shots. Anyway, that's the vision for next year. Hopefully it can happen. But I still ended up, D got a six-person cart. It was, like, a limo, basically, golf cart. And I controlled the music, and we had uh, friends from Q102 ride with us and, you know, basically just drove around and talked to people and had a great time. So it was a very successful event. There was also uh, the Dog Father, which was a food truck that was there. We had some awesome Chicago dogs, delicious. They had these pizza puffs as well that were basically like homemade Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Oh, my God. The sponsors are real today, if only. Uh, But they were delicious. So if you're ever in Springfield area and you see the Dog Father food truck, definitely stop there. It is a vibe. Yum, yum, yum. It's a vibe in your mouth, yo. Oh, what else? Uh, Subpar was crazy. People got drunk like always. 
Um, there were some guys that were all dressed in like American flag stuff. So when we got closer to them, I started playing Team America. America, F yeah. And they all started dancing and taking their clothes off. We saw their asses. It was hilarious. And drunk me is like, yeah, take it off, Zaddy. You know, it was fun. It was very fun. Uh, and then later I got to drive a golf cart and Tripper was the DJ in it. We listened to some 90s rock. It was great. Uh, Blue Yake, shout out, ended up making a bunch of dildos and sending them to Jenny, a.k.a. not the Flatriots, who brought them there and put dildos all over everybody's car. So if you left the Subpar Classic and you ended up with a dildo and you're like, where did this come from? Surprise. <laughs> That's where. And anyway, we had a lot of dildos we were like taking around and playing with all night. Uh, after the subpar, we went back to the hotel, and uh, mostly everybody just went to bed or got food and went to their room. Not me, of course. I changed into a very skanky, sexy outfit. Yes. And went out with my friend Jenny, who lives there, and Tripper as well. We went to the rooftop and had a drink, and then we went to this place called Golden Go- Golden Girls, I think. And, uh, and they were rated number one for cocktails and food, I believe, and they were very, very good. So we were there playing with all of our little colorful dildos. I had some of the most amazing tots there. Now, if you know anything about me, I am a spud girl. I love my potatoes. Maybe it's the Irish in me. Maybe I just love carbs. I don't know. But I think potatoes are brilliant, and they are delicious in every form. And my favorite personal form of potato is a tot. And they had these really great tots there that were like, they had for a cocky on them. It was so good. And they were served with a curry sauce. I was like, this is made for me. And they were amazing. Uh, shout out to their pizza as well, which was also delicious. So if you guys find yourself in Springfield, go check out Golden Girls. Their food and drinks are good. It's kind of like a tiki bar theme, too. They have so many tiki cocktails, which are really delightful. Delightful. And there you go. That was how we ended the night. I was in bed by like 1030 or 11 p.m., I believe. Uh, you know, packed up my stuff. Got a decent night's sleep. I'm always scared I'm going to oversleep at these places and like miss my flight or something. So I don't ever sleep super well. But I got a little bit of sleep until our flight the next morning was at like 5 a.m. So we had to be at the airport at 4.30. Uh, I think we had to be downstairs at like 4.15 in the morning. It was very miserable. But that takes us to the final morning. So woke up. Everybody was there on time. We got our Uber to the airport. It was so dark and so early and everybody was exhausted and it's just been it was honestly like kind of a binge drinking trip for me so like I ate bad after eating healthy for so long I drank so much after not drinking for a while and I just felt like garbage so Sunday my body is like hating me I feel like I'm busting out of all the clothes I brought because I'm just like bloated and swollen and like hung over for like three days straight <laughs> like I just felt like a piece of garbage um so we get to the airport everything is smooth um, we get on our plane, which we had thought about getting first class on the way home. And they were like, ah, there's no point. And in my mind, I'm like, well, why would we want first class? Like, we're not going to want to drink. Like, it doesn't matter if we have good seats. Like, we're just riding home, whatever. Big, big mistake. First of all, this flight was like packed full of people, which that never happens on this trip back. And I don't know why it was so crowded, but they were like offering vouchers and like, you know, money and stuff to people to like take a later flight. Which, if I didn't feel like such crap, I probably would. And if my boyfriend didn't work for an airline now and it didn't matter about free flights, I probably would have. But uh, anyway, it was super packed full. And then we sat in regular seats. D always likes to sit by me because he says we're like the number 10. He says he's like the number zero because he's big and fat. And I'm like the number one because I'm skinny. So he likes sitting by me. 
So we get to our seats, which are freaking tiny, and it's two and two, so all the everything's like rows of twos. And I had the aisle, and he's like, oh, do you want the window? Well, of course I don't want the effing window, but I also felt bad for him having to sit in the window because I'm too effing nice. So I'm like squished in this tiny little area, and then he falls asleep immediately, and his legs, oh my God, man spreading on planes, by the way. Men, don't do it. It is so annoying. I have pictures, you guys. So he falls asleep and his legs spread wide open. So I have like no room. I'm like scrunching this tiny little compartment over in the window. And like the plane is so little and I'm hungover. And then I start getting really dizzy. And I almost, I swear to God, I almost threw up. Like I thought I was going to have to run to the bathroom. And like I was hot and and just claustrophobic. It was the worst. So anyway, it felt really, really good to get home. And uh, my beautiful boyfriend picked me up from the airport and we went for an amazing breakfast. Here's another shout out to a sponsor that is not mine. Snooze AM. If you have a Snooze AM by you, I'm telling you, go to breakfast there. It is amazing. And I specifically recommend, this is the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had in my life. It's the double bacon breakfast sandwich or something. So it has bacon and habanero pork belly with a like over easy egg, fried egg on it. And some arugula and served with a chipotle sauce and hash browns. Oh, my God, you guys. This sandwich is literally breathtaking. Like, it's the best breakfast sandwich ever. I swear. If they ever take this off the menu, I might die. Anyway, it's so good. So go get it if you have one near you. I know they're kind of, like, starting to be all over the place. Snooze AM. Do it. You won't be sorry. And send me a picture and let me know if you try it because I love hearing when I'm right. (laughs) So, okay. That's basically it. So then I had a badass breakfast. Went home and took a long nap and, uh... And there you go, another successful year trip to Springfield, Missouri. Yeehaw! All right, y'all, before I skedaddle, let me just remind you that you can always go to sarahbshow.com. That's right, y'all, www.sarah, S-A-R-A-H, the letter B, and S-H-O-W.com, sarahbshow.com. Every episode I've done of the show is there, including all my social media links, except for Twitter right now, or X, because... Elon must change a bunch of stuff. So now I have to go in and log in and do this. I'm just too lazy and I haven't done it yet. So if you need my Twitter that bad, you can find it. Or I'm sorry, X. <laughs> but everything else is there at sarahbshow.com. What else? What else? What else? I'm still doing that Faces of Horror contest I told you guys about. I haven't talked about it a lot. I kind of got sad because I heard there's some like really famous people in it. Or there's like one guy that's like really like big social media famous and his girlfriend's mom is in it. Like what? So he's trying to promote her to do it. So I'm like, I'm never going to win. But I didn't give up. I've still been going through it. I've still been making it round and round. So I haven't even had to promote it. I actually haven't done anything. And I've still stayed a number one. And I think it's because other people might still be voting for me as well. Either way, it's going to get real soon. I believe the it ends one month from today. I think it's like November 9th. So once I get to the finals, I'll be promoting that. But if you want to go to, if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook, I have the link on there. It's my Faces of Horror thing, and I will post it again as well. You can vote once a day for free, or you can pay for votes. I'm going to say don't even do that yet, like, because I've still been a number one. But if you could give me a free vote a day, I would be so happy. That would be amazing. So thank you for that. I would like to win, and the prize is $13,000, which would be amazing. I could pay off a lot of debt with that. Oh, my gosh. And also... You get a photo shoot with Kane, uh, who is the person who plays the amazing Jason Voorhees on Friday the 13th. So, super cool. Um, there's that. And last but not least, y'all. Well, okay, one more thing. You can also leave a blurb here where 
it says on Spotify, what do you want to hear a future episode about? You can tell me there. I have so many ideas now. I literally have like a list of things to talk about. So keep them coming. Um, I will always run out of ideas and I need more. So thank you for that. And finally, I can already tell you what next week's episode is about because y'all, I finally, finally happened. I saw The Exorcist. I did the original. I watched it. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm in the studio alone and I'm going to scare myself, but I did see it. And then your girl saw The Exorcist 2. What is it? Believer? I don't know. Whatever it's called. I saw that on Saturday as well. So uh, El Teco, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. my boyfriend, a.k.a. my hot piece of Mexican booty. Yes. He could not be here with me today. Uh, Because he's working. How unfortunate. So he will record the next episode with me where we are going to talk about the original Exorcist because he watched it with me and it was also his first time watching it. And then we saw the second one together. So we'll do a review of the second one as well. And maybe a little like top three, top five horror movies since it's getting so close to Halloween. How exciting. So that is what's going to be next week's episode. And there you go, y'all. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff for you to put in your pipe there and smoke it. I'm delirious. I need a nap, but I digress, y'all. We should play a drinking game. How many times an episode does Sarah B. Morgan say, I digress? And then you take a shot every time. You guys will be drunk like I was in Springfield. Yep, 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 yep. All right, I'm going to go. I will see you beautiful, beautiful human beings next week. Um, and also in my dreams. Okay, love you guys. Bye.